Started, everyone. Yesterday okay. was Daf Chof Test number twenty-nine. Today is Daf Lamid number thirty, and we're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf at the Mishnah at the bottom of the page on Daf Chof Chesam and Base, and get to today's. We are learning Leilu Nishmas from a Bashmol Shimon and Daniel Bernet Baruch Ben Yudaleib Veimi. <laughs> okay, and yeah. we should uh, also have in mind Ola Nieder for Shalema. Thank you. Okay. Amen. All right, so the start of the, of the review is at the mission at the bottom of the page, and uh, we saw an interesting idea that uh, there is uh, an issue with uh, taking, accepting wages, accepting a fee for uh, checking for the firstborn. Um, and uh, the main reason why that's problematic is because as soon as you're paid to do something, then you're going to say it's done to get paid. Okay, so therefore, if they're asking for a blemish and they want the answer that it is a blemish, then all of a sudden you're going to be very tempted to say, yeah, that's a blemish, even though it's not a blemish. And that's the issue. However, although generally we don't trust a, uh, uh, such a person who gets paid, to do so. Um, if he is a mumche, an expert, like Ila was in Yavne, um, and apparently he was kept very busy by doing that. That's not something that he did, um, you know, uh, very, you know, like it basically took a lot of his time. Mm-hmm. So they mattered, the Chacham permitted him to, to accept money, um, not a large amount of money, but for Isaros. Um, could he survive on that? Um, it depends how many firstborns there are. <laughs> I don't know the volume, you know what I'm saying? And Easter is, like, just know, so you should know. Nowadays it's a very small amount, but how much do they really have to live on? What was the... That's a good question, but all I know is that, is, that, uh, um, is that we say that a pruta, which is the smallest denomination, is echad mishmona mi Isra italki, is one-eighth of an Easter yeah. of the Italian Easter. So how much money is the Nisr in modern times? So we consider a pruta to be like the smallest denomination of coin, maybe a quarter or something like that. So let's say it's a quarter, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about $2. I mean, what is he getting? He got four, right, $2 for the small animals and maybe $4 for one. $50%? No, no, it's four right. and six. Four and six, something so like that. Two and three. So let's say four is four dollars, so that or something like that, or maybe it's eight dollars and ten dollars, okay. whatever, something like that. I don't think it wasn't anything that you can no, uh, no. retire on. Family home. Right. Well, not 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 with tuition payments. That's all I know. <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is, um, but he did get paid no matter what, whether he ruled that it's a blemish or it doesn't count as a blemish. You pay him no matter what. It's not like he only gets paid for for the good answer. Okay. So the reason why um, uh, why there's a difference that they allowed for the payment is because the checking of a blemish in a larger animal takes a lot more work and it's a little more effort on that part. Okay. Um, uh, then again, um, we said that uh, I understand why uh, when it comes to being paid for a balmum, you know, you issue a ruling that it's a balmum, you should get paid because now they're benefiting from the animal. Makes sense. But uh, why would we pay for a bad answer? Okay. Um, the answer is because we want to remove any suspicion. That's fine. 
But maybe there's a, the opposite suspicion. Really, could be that it's not a blemished animal. And he said, uh, um, uh, uh, or it was a blemished animal that he said is not a blemished animal. Um, uh, or, or, right, so again, uh, the other, right, maybe it's really not a blemished animal. He'll say that it is a blemished animal. Uh, I'm sorry, the other way around. He'll say that it's not blemished with the purpose of getting double payment because now he's getting paid and then you're going to bring it back again next time and then he'll get paid again for the same animal. So uh, he's doubling his, uh, his possible uh, income. So the Gemara says that's, uh, uh, that doesn't work because they only get paid once. So if, uh, if the answer is like really very similar to an inspection on your car, state inspection, you inspect it, you pass or fail, you pay the amount, it doesn't matter. But if you fail, then you bring it back and it's no charge. So that's the same thing. Okay, okay. we bring it back because it might be a temporary blemish that might clear up. Is there such a thing as a permanent blemish that he knows is not going you know, to get better? And therefore, the person shouldn't bring it back. It's, just, it's definitely going to be a blemish. No, if it's blemished, but, he'll issue a ruling blemished. And then you get... Well, it's fine, then. Okay. Then he would slaughter it, right? But, but if not, you're not asking. To you're not catching. We're not catching not, the not point. Not. Here's there's normally we say I understand why he's paid. Why is the person paid if he says that the animal's blemished and you can slaughter it? Because that is a benefit to the owners, right? Why is he paid the other way? So there shouldn't be a suspicion. But he gets paid no matter what. Right. So the question is, once you're paying him. When, it, when he, even though he issues a ruling and saying it's not really a blemish, mm-hmm. so then he's, in, then he's in fact incentivized to say it's not blemished. Because then the guy will come back when the and next time, time there's a blemish, say, well, what about now? And he'll and get paid more money. You understand? Oh, I see. So, and then he say, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. If okay. you said it's not blemished, then that's the last time you're getting paid for that animal. Yeah. You'll have to look at it for free from then on. You understand? But how could he bring it back if it goes to It's going to the altar, right? Isn't it? It's it? An, no, no. no. They're going, talking about nowadays. There's no altar. They're no, waiting for a blemish. Nowadays, they're waiting. Yeah, yeah. They're blemish. waiting for a blemish. But even that time, you didn't have to. You, I mean, you still had the first year yeah. to go. Yeah, oh, that's, go to that's right. several mumchum like you one who said it's not a blemish. Go to the game. Oh, fine. Go to the competition. <laughs> Go to the competition. Oh, I see. So Each person stuff, costs right? you money. I'm just saying. So you, you know? have to bring it back until it develops a blemish. Until he right, 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 right. Exactly. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Forever. Otherwise, he's waiting. Right. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, brings us the to the next. For life, if you don't have a blemish. Right. Right. So anyway, that's the. So once we got into this, these, these uh, suspicious uh, people, because they're pay, taking pay, taking payments for various things. So this is, in fact, a very serious. Discussion regarding judges. If a judge takes money to judge, then that's not really, we don't really trust those judgments. If he's taken money to testify, we don't really trust the testimony. Um, and uh, its testimony is, is, is negated if it's uh, to do some, to do the sprinkling of the red heifer and, uh, or the various parts of, the, of, of that, of the, then it also is nothing. It doesn't work at all. If, however, in the process, there's expenses occurred, incurred, like the Cohen, a Cohen is, is called to testify, and in the process, he, had, he became Tame, and now he can no longer eat Ruma. So it's actually costing him money, so reimbursing him is appropriate, okay? Um, you pay for his meal ticket, okay? And uh, also, if he's an elderly person, you ride him on the donkey, um, and also he is, everyone is entitled to basic wages 
like a worker. Not real wages, but you know, some minimum type, minimum wage type of thing, and that would be because that's what you holding him back, withholding him from, from withholding from him. Okay, so that is the story. Okay, so the Gemara wanted to know first of all, where's the source that people need to do this stuff for free? Okay, like what from what? So the Gemara says it's from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, "Look, I taught you," and uh, we learned that just like Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Jewish people without charging tuition. That's the way everyone else has to teach. And teaching and ruling is really being compared to each other. There's a, another possible puzzle, like God commanded me, just like God didn't charge Moshe tuition, Moshe doesn't charge everyone else tuition. Now, um, that being said, if nobody wants to teach you, okay, you're such a poor student that you can't find a Rebbe who's willing to teach you. You know, some, as a teacher, you should know there are some teachers that, some students that it's such a pleasure to teach that, uh, that they, you don't have to pay them. But sometimes there's a student that's kind of difficult to teach. And when it's one of those, so then, you know, he's not willing to do it. So then if you, but with the proper incentives, anything's possible. <laughs> a wage scale. For right, right, exactly. So with the proper incentives, you know, so then, then, then he would be willing to teach. So are you willing to, po- do you have to p- pony up the money for that? The answer is absolutely you do. However, let's say after that you came to a level of proficiency and you say, look, I had to pay money for it, so if you want me to teach you, it's going to cost you. So that is, that's also not allowed, even though you had to pay for it. Um, we talked about the, um, uh, the, the paratum, the ashes of the red heifer, and we said that that's also not appropriate. Uh, and it's in fact invalidated. But uh, the question is, is that yet if you marry a woman with this stuff, so then it is considered a condition. That means you're giving her something of value. So if I'm not allowed to charge for it, then it shouldn't be able to be considered I'm giving something for the wedding, for marrying. So the Gemara explains that uh, there's two things. There's the schar of the bringing it, the schlepping, and that is, a, that is something that he's not, no different than a porter, and he should be entitled to wages for that, and that is allowed. But for the actual act of the sprinkling or the <coughs> sanctifying, that is what you're not allowed to charge for, and that actually fits into the text, and that's what it's talking about. It brings us to the next thing. We said that, however, if a coin became tummy in the process, and now he's withheld from being able to eat truma, which is always a lot less money, to, it doesn't cost as much for him, and, um, and he's going to be forced to eat chulin, so then you would have to pay for the food and the drink in that case. So the Gemara says, um, the question is, is that just because you're obliged to testify doesn't mean you can walk and become Tameh as a Kohen. That's, also, that's not allowed. So the Gemara says, we're talking about a rabbinic scenario where there was like a cordoned off field because there was a questionable dead body somewhere in the field where a Kohen is not allowed to go there, but there is a way that a Kohen would be allowed, and inadvertently he became impure by going through that area. That's where um, he was legal, it was legally permissible for him to do so. Alternatively, it could talk about other types of Tama uh, that a Kohen is allowed to get, become Tami with, and that's an interesting thing. You know, there is, although a Kohen is not allowed to become Tami, he's not allowed to go to a cemetery, but a coin is allowed to become tame by touching a sheretz or a novella, that there is no prohibition, and maybe that was the scenario. We said if he's elderly, he can ride on the donkey, and he's also paid like a poel batel. A poel, not just a worker who's working, 
uh, but a worker who is not working. And it really depends, and according to Abaye, it depends on what his job is and how much is he willing to take for not doing that job. So in other words, if a person has a very easy job, so then he's not willing to take a major discount for not having to do that job. Okay, it's saving him some hassle. So it's like so that's why he take a little bit less, but not much. But if his job that he does is a very hard working job, like very physically taxing, so then a day off he'd be willing to even take a day off if you pay him half of his wages. He's like, sure, I'll do that. You understand? So it all depends on what his regular job is and how and how much easier this is. I didn't even get it. I barely you got started. barely got through it. But. You're slow today. But I'm fascinated. The answer okay. to Paraduma is negated if he does it, he's... That's what he said. If he, if he charges wages for it, that's what it said in the mission. Yeah, but, but he doesn't negate the ashes of effectivity, does it? That's what it sounds like. What it, I mean, or their activity was, was not good. In other words... Does he ruin the ashes or just the, him sprinkling does not work for making something tough work? See, they didn't say that. Look at the words. It says his ashes are his ashes are like ashes of ordinary birds. Right, and and meaning not real ashes, and his water is not real water. It's like drawn. It's like uh, it's like tap water. It's un, it's nothing. It's almost like we don't believe that he has the red heifer stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sure, you get paid. It's like for a thousand dollars, I'll spritz you with the red ashes of red heifer. Like okay, very nice. But how do I know what you got there? If we have bona fide ashes of the red heifer, and he takes some of them to perform a a tahara, is that if he's charging money, something's wrong? Who who, who has that stash of red heifer ashes? I don't know. I don't know how this guy got a hold of it. I'm saying it doesn't ruin this very valuable commodity, does it? That's what it said. Read the words. What does it sound like to you? I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not dictating. I'm I'm just saying what it's saying. Yeah, but I'm saying it's. I think the reason is we don't believe that it is. That's what we're saying. What you got there? If he's selling it, it's suspect. But does that puzzle it? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's not. It's like we don't trust that that's what you have in front of you. That's not it. Trust and puzzle and validating are two different things. Yeah, but I. The point being is, is that those ashes and that water is not. The real deal. That's the point. At this juncture, it's not the actual thing. I guess yeah. I don't know how the whole thing works. Because whether there's the a, same a thing? stash of those yeah. ashes. There should that, be that somewhere. Kohanim can take and then use. I, I really don't know. come one who does not charge and one who does charge, and they both take from the same place. Well, no, it's the one that's in his hand is not the real one. Uh-huh. That's you what know? we have to say. Right. That's that's what it sounds like. Uh-huh. Isn't it the same thing if you? Invite the rabbi to do some uh, brit milat or some of this. Uh, and if he says, normally, if he tells you there's a charge going before you come. It's very interesting. When you talk about bris milah, it, all the, all the malim um, have, have a, a funny thing. They, they don't. They don't ask money up front. Yes. They don't ask anything. And the same rabbi. And then, that. and then, what happens is, is that, and 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 then, if you offer the, you know, many will accept. It's that's like right. that's a different story. But they don't that's charge. The same thing with the they don't they charge. They also tell you a price that they I mean, think the is fair. You always pay right. Them. They'll let you know. They're not going to keep you guessing. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. You don't guess, but you know what it is. But he doesn't say, "I'm charging you so much for that kind of job." Okay. Right. I'm charging you for doing certain things for me. You know. 
Yeah. But you, you, you expect it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You expect it to. Hey. The same thing with the coin. Hey. So, so the coin there comes and tells you, I will give you the bad ashes, you know, and I charge $500 to do a job. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm. Now, if he does the job and you feel like he did a good job, then you give him. Afterwards, okay, that's a different story. Anyway, I don't know if it's the same stuff. I don't know if it's the same thing. It could be. It could be. It's related. Anyway, it could be. It's related. It's notice. It didn't mention anything about a about a moel here. I know that. That's another story. Right. It could be. That's that's you know extrapolated from here possibly. All right. Moving on to the next thing, which is uh, is in general a mistrust, a healthy mistrust for people who seem to be not trustworthy. So uh, once a person is uh, clear, is, is suspected, for whatever reason, we have reasons to suspect that he takes firstborns and, in, and puts the blemish on so he shouldn't have to worry about it. So do, we don't even buy deer meat off the guy. Now, even though deer meat is not subject to the laws of firstborn, the, um, we'll see why not. Also, leather we don't buy off the guy. Now, Rebelezer says that if it's female, it's from, uh, if the leather has the shape of a female body, then you know that it's not a problem, and then it's fine. Um, wool, no wool can you buy from him, clean or not clean, and all, but, you, but uh, strings and clothes that you could buy. So, first of all, why the deer meat? Not because actually a young calf uh, and deer meat look quite similar, and, it's, and you, you might not realize what you got. Number one, why the leather not? Because, uh, why work leather? If it's tanned, then it's okay. Why? The answer is, is that he's not going to take the risk of tanning the leather, leather which costs them money and effort, and, and it's a hassle and a half, and then find out that the Chacham realized that he, he put the blemish on, and now they're going to make him bury it, so it's going to be an extra expense. He, so therefore, he, uh, he only wants a quick sale that where he didn't do anything on it. It's rawhide. Okay. Next, we talked about um, Ribliezer says that uh, if it's from a female, then it's fine. So why? Because so, you could tell. So the, why does the Tanakhama not allow that? He says, well, if you take a male uh, um, from a male and uh, you cut it off in that area, you can make it look like a female. Okay, I mean, the hide will look, uh, you can cut it in such a way that it looks. Ah, you'll see the cut. You say, yeah, maybe it was bitten by uh, rats. They ate that area. That's why. But uh, so the Gemara says, um, the reason why Rebbeleus is not worried about that is that you can actually see the difference. If it's bitten by rats, they'll have teeth marks. And if it's cut cleanly with a knife, that's, okay, suspicious. Okay. Brings us to the next thing, which is uh, clean wool and dirty wool. So why would we, if you can't buy clean wool, where he went through the process of cleaning, surely you can't buy dirty wool. That's more likely to be problematic. The Gemara says, you're right. It means even cleaned from its dirt is, is uh, suspect. Um, what about uh, clothes that you are allowed? Now, if you're allowed to buy spun, in, in, when it's spun into strands, surely clothes is not any more, you know, the same things. The Gemara says, we don't mean clothes, you know, that is spun from, that's woven from strands. We mean like felt, that it's just the same thing pressed. Okay, and then uh, we talked about similar but also... That could but, be the same thing too. I mean, you get pressed, pressed wool, it couldn't come from... It's felt. No, that I'm saying, yeah, so that's what I mean, felt. The point being is, is why is it a okay, cover? But that's why it's okay. No, 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 you misread it. I thought... No, okay. we're saying like this. Yeah, felt, yeah. 
yeah, we could be, but the point is, it's, once it's processed, we don't worry about it. Now, the question is, processed to be strands, is, and then it's like a two okay, stage. So how much is processed? So if even the strands is considered processed, right. then clothes is uh, all the more so considered processed that right. you don't have to say that that's going to be permissible. Okay. The answer is we don't mean clothes that it's woven from strands because obviously that's okay. the latest stage. Okay. We mean even felt is okay to okay. buy. So even though it could come from that, but it's the same thing. He's not going to go through the hassle of pressing, making felt. Out of wool, sure. and okay. then unless he's uh, because uh, because he's going to be afraid that if he gets caught, he's going to have to get it. rid of it. Right. So okay. that's it. Anyway, also somebody who's suspect on shvius, you don't buy any flax from the person, even if it's combed flax. But again, once it's in strands or woven, then you could buy it because it's been processed. What's the de- once it's strands, then woven. Is a, it doesn't need to be said. The answer is we don't mean woven. From after it's combed, there's a there's a stage uncombed flax. They can just make it into rings and flax rings, and that's a different story. That brought us also to the last Mishnah. Somebody is suspect suspected of selling truma um, as if it's chulin. Okay, so he's not he's and that's uh, very bad. So obviously you don't buy even anything from the store. Don't go shopping in that store. Not even to buy anything that doesn't have any question of truma in it, like water or salt. Uh, that is Rabbi Huda's opinion. Rabbi Shimon says, no, anything that has truma possibility or maestro's possibility, that's what you can't buy. And that is where we left off at the Gemara at the bottom of the page on Daf Chavta Sama Beis.